Jesus had a lot to say about the kingdom of God. In other places, it's called the kingdom of heaven. In fact, in the book of Mark, when Jesus begins his ministry, he's ministering in the region of the Galilee that he went around saying, the kingdom of God is at hand, repent and believe the gospel. So today we want to look at what the kingdom of God is and how is it that we can make sure to enter. Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing, sharing, ringing the bell so you can get all of our new content. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. Now, in some places, the gospels talk about the kingdom of God. In other places, it talks about the kingdom of heaven. And some people try to make a difference between the two, but when you compare them and look them up, it's obvious that they're talking about the same thing. It's the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. Now in chapter 13, Jesus brings up the kingdom of God and lets us know a few things about it. Before we get there though, I want to look at a few things that the Bible has to say about the kingdom of God, just to get familiar with it. The first thing that it says is that all people are subject to his kingdom, whether you're a believer or not. Listen to what it says in Psalms 103, 19. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. The second thing the Bible tells us is that it's an eternal kingdom. In Daniel 4, 3, it says, how great are your signs and how mighty his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation. The third thing the Bible says is that the kingdom is not of this world. And here Jesus is interacting with Pilate and he says this in John 18, 36. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Notice he said now it's not from here because one day he will rule and reign for a thousand years from the throne of David and then his kingdom will be of this world, but that's after his return. The fourth thing about the kingdom of God is that we have to be born into it. Listen to what Jesus said in John 3 verses 5 and 6. Jesus answered, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So the water in the spirit in verse 5 is the amniotic fluid being born of the flesh. We know that from the next verse. It says that which is born of water and spirit, and then the flesh and spirit. So we know we are all born of the flesh, but we have to be born of the spirit in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. And if you've never been born again, then you can't make it to heaven just because you're religious, just because you believe in God. Uh, you believe that God exists. You have to have that relationship with him. The fifth thing the Bible tells us about the kingdom of God in the Old Testament is that a son of man or the son of man is going to rule over the kingdom. Now, son of man is a word for a human. So a human is going to rule over the kingdom. Listen to what it says in Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. And I was watching in the night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. Then he was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people's nations language should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away. And his kingdom is the one which shall not be destroyed. What a great promise for us 
that the son of man, that a human is going to rule and reign. And then God becomes man and dwells with us and is given the kingdom forever and ever. The sixth thing that we're told about the kingdom of God is that you and I are to be about the kingdom. We're to live for the things of the kingdom. In Matthew 6, 10, it says that we are to pray your kingdom come, your will be done. In Luke 17, 20 and 21, it says, now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered and said, the kingdom of God does not come by observation, nor will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. And in Matthew 6, 33, we are told, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. So we are to be about the kingdom of God, living for God's kingdom, which is in our presence. Too many of us are living for this world rather than giving our time and understanding daily that we are called to live for the kingdom of God. Now in Luke 13, Jesus tells us two parables about the kingdom. He says in verse 18, then he said, what is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a mustard seed which a man took and put in his garden and it grew and it became like a large tree and the birds of the air nested in its branches. And so he says that it's going to be abnormally large. A mustard plant doesn't grow into a tree. It's about six feet tall at its highest and it's kind of wispy looking. And if you ever see it blooming, it's beautiful because whole fields can have this mustard plant in them. But Jesus said it was going to become abnormally large and the birds of the air were going to nest in its branches. Birds are evil in the parable. And so he's saying that like the tares, there's going to be tares and wheat. There are going to be those that are not really serving and following God. And we need to understand that. And not everyone who says that they are a Christian are a Christian. Now, Jesus goes on to talk a little bit more about this a little bit later on in the same chapter where someone asked him this question. And he went through the cities and villages teaching and journeying towards Jerusalem. Then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are going to be saved? And so in this question, Jesus brings up once again, the kingdom of God. And he said to him, strive to enter by the narrow gate. He tells that man, that man says, how many are going to be saved? Or are there only few who are going to be saved? And he says, strive to enter into that narrow gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able when once the master of the house has raised up and shut the door and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. And he will answer and say to you, I do not know you. Where are you from? Then he will begin to say, we ate and we drank in your presence and you taught in our streets. But I will say, I tell you, I don't know you. Where are you from? Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all of the prophets in the kingdom of God. In other words, just because you're part of the church, which has become abnormally large, doesn't mean you're going to make it into the kingdom. It's not about being a part of the church. It's about having a relationship with him. It's about knowing him. It's about being born again so you can be part of the kingdom of heaven. And there are going to be a lot of people, unfortunately, that are going to be shut outside of the kingdom, believing that they've done what they need to do to make it in, but they don't know Jesus. Listen to what Jesus said in his prayer in John 17. He said, and this is eternal life that you may know the only true God and Jesus Christ whom 
he has sent. So Jesus tells us there what eternal life is all about. It's about knowing the Father and knowing the Son. And if you don't know him, if you think, well, I'm a good person or I go to church, but you have never been born again, then you need to commit your life to Christ or you will one day find yourself shut out of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is in your midst. You need to be born again that you might be able to live according to those things. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.